Hey, Chris, welcome home. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> How was Europe? It's it's a pretty cool cruise as far as the places you get to go. Right. Unfortunately, I don't think my body is built for cruising. <laughs> <laughs> Say more about that. Well, uh, <laughs> it, it just wore you out. You just don't have the stamina for. I, I just don't have on the, on the beach. To, yeah, on the deck. You know, I, I've got. I think I've got a little too much energy, frankly. Oh, uh, you, you were pent up. Cabin fever, I believe. Yeah, uh, I've got cabin fever and scurvy. <laughs> scurvy uh, fever. Scurvy in all of the places. <laughs> Trying to think of sea-related diseases that I've heard of, and those are the only yeah. two. Keel hauling. <laughs> no, that would kill you. Do you have a touch of walking the plank? You know, I, I got food poisoning the first day. That wasn't really sea related, but that's mm. that's cruise related. A little Norwalk be. virus. Yeah, salad bar. <laughs> uh, foot herpes from the shower. <laughs> oh no, not the foot herp. <laughs> I got no such foot herp. I got no foot herp. Well, he's wearing the scarlet H on his sock. <laughs> Underneath the city lights There is a wall few know about When rules don't apply, no And you can't keep a good girl down Good evening, meat suits and meat dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 97. We have now done as many episodes as the number of characters on a standard English keyboard. And speaking of things that seem to involve mashing the keys on a keyboard, this week we're watching Burlesque, 2010 movie starring Char, Char, Cher and Christina Aguilera, or if you were to combine them, Char. <laughs> There was a Discovery Channel feature where they do a whole bunch of documentaries about her. It was called Char Week. <laughs> uh, anyway, this week's episode is sponsored, as always, by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Go there, sign up for a free trial service. You get to keep the free audiobook, even if you cancel the trial. And most importantly, you support your favorite podcast, which I'm assuming is this one. Uh, if you want to suggest a topic, go to read-weep.com. That's our website, slash suggest. And you can pick anything you'd like us to watch and vote on other people's suggestions like this wonderful topic. I am your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. My Twitter account is sort of like a roll of very old scotch tape. It's indispensable. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm sorry. Wait, could you pull down the tread on that one? I I don't. You're trying to dispense scotch tape? Uh, but it's too old, so it's like cracked, and the the gum is not coming off, so it's not dispensable. I was mostly with you on it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Chris is jet lagged, so he's he didn't get the joke, which was so good. Hey, talk to me in like nine hours. I'll be roaring. I can't wait. You're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and just love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a very special panel with me today. Uh, first up, he's hot, eyelinered, and most importantly, only occasionally engaged in Northern California. It's Ezra Fox. Hey, apparently I'm going out with a girl from Glee. And also, I put cookies in front of my dick. <laughs> I'm a catch. <laughs> you are a catch. Wait, and you're straight? <laughs> I just assume, yeah, cookies in front of a dick. I don't know. I That's think just... everyone likes that. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, no, I don't know. The, yeah, every, except for I like my like... cookies to be dick-free mostly. <laughs> He's into like the Cookie Monster and Keebler Elves. <laughs> what if it's your own dick, Alex? I would still prefer it to stay out of my cookies, just for like cleanliness. For general, <laughs> I don't want to have to do an STD check on my Oreos. I would like to keep these two fields separate. But they're double stuff. 
<laughs> Triple stack. <laughs> also joining us today, uh, he's got looks, talent, and a disproportionate amount of confidence in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris, last name withheld. Hey there. I want things, and I'll just yell at somebody until a woman who wears a scary mask gives them to me. <laughs> she has this, I don't know if she was wearing a full mask, but at least lip mask. <laughs> <laughs> Or eating an apple the whole time. <laughs> that she's horribly allergic to? Yeah. She's stung by a bee. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, she'll fight to the death for her club, even if that means singing power ballads in the pale spotlight. Live in studio today, it's Amy Milstein. Well, hello. <laughs> That's my share. That's all I got. Spot on. <laughs> it's pretty solid. <laughs> she does seem violently allergic to something. <laughs> but she loves it so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Chris, as always, you need to summarize this movie for us in the style of a guy who rushed off a plane from Europe fairly recently and then had to watch the movie right away. <laughs> That's torture in some countries. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. Geneva Convention. Geneva Convention. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm pretty sure this movie was about... Um... I can tell already this is not one of your written summaries. <laughs> nope. It's not. <laughs> So, Extina Aguilera um, <laughs> is a girl from a small town in Iowa who moves to L.A. to pursue her dream of being a slut in a corset. <laughs> anyway, she goes to the bar and she can't get a job. Oh, wait, the bar's run by a share and there's this guy who uh, tends bar who um, looks, like, really gay. But he's totally straight. And then uh, there's Stanley Tucci, who is the gay backstage guy. And there's Alan Cumming, who is an enigma. Um, but otherwise, it's it's basically your... Have you seen Moulin Rouge? You know that scene at the beginning where they dance and sing but don't get naked? Yeah. That's this movie. That's that's what it is. Um, thin thread tying yeah. the songs together. So she works her way up from girl with bangs to girl wearing a wig to girl wearing a wig who sings. Eventually, her singing saves the bar. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy wants to bang her, but doesn't. And the dad from Orange County is fed up with Cher mismanaging her money. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, you guys sure do know actors, or at least shows they were in and not their names. Yeah. Well, Peter Gallagher. How can oh. you not know those eyebrows, right? Eric Dane. Touche. No, he was I... in it too. Stanley Touche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, as always, we'll start and end with a compliment sandwich. It's how we uh, differentiate ourselves from shows that are just mean by making us actual intellectual criticism. And uh, we do that by saying something nice at the beginning and at the end of the show. Amy, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last Ooh, in the opening I, compliment. I, I would like to go first. You actually. seem excited yeah, about it. Go absolutely. for it. Absolutely. Well, I liked that they didn't burden us with a backstory. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, her mom died when she was seven. Okay, mm -hmm. we got that. But, you know, there was no, like, why was she such a skank? You know, she wasn't touched by an uncle. She right. wasn't like her daddy didn't put her on the street to pay for his eBay addiction because he has to have the latest hummel or anything She's like that. She's just got to dance. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has that in her past is just got to dance. Exactly. So um, that, that, that was what I liked best. We just got right into it. Have to... It's just a girl, her songs, and a push-up bra. That's all we need. As, did you get and lost? Bangs. No, People... I'm still here. I just have, don't have anything yet. Okay. Are you, you sounded like you were working. 
Like turning? Yeah. No, clicking. I maybe, maybe there is delay now. I'm all fuckled. Everything's all fuckled. Is that a word? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh buckled, new. but you know, yeah. with a with penis fuckled. in it. It's like a berry, like a fuckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> and also there's the famous dog Fuckleberry Hound. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because one of them is tart and one of them is uh, decidedly dour. <laughs> <laughs> the great American book about racism, Fuckleberry Finn. <laughs> Fuckleberry Hin, I think. Yeah, the children's rhyme one, two, fuckle my shoe. <laughs> ah, there you go. Now you were all caught up. You learned several there you go. things I, I today. I learned a lot today. This is great. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, so, Chris. It's your turn to go second in the compliments. Uh, go for it. Uh, I really admire, uh, well, I mean, Cher, of course. We all know her as a diva of the stage, but we didn't already know her as, uh, you know, a teacher of literary theory. Um, she she decides to teach <laughs> Extina um, the power of simile by saying, when you're putting on your makeup, it's like you're an artist, but instead of painting <laughs> on a canvas... You're painting on your face. <laughs> that was the real winner of this whole movie. That was that the takeaway was, line that, that I want to put in a Utah I mean, montage later. I've never really put it together before. So, share. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, what differentiates putting on makeup to actual face painting, though, is in Cher's well, mind. So, like, one of like them she- goes on your face, Ezra. Okay, you but know. like, would one of the, like the dancers just like have like a tiger face? Yeah, and also one of them has uh, one of the dancers was painted by Picasso, so her nose is in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Right. One of them has like Munch's like the scream on the face. <laughs> one of them screaming the whole time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The Da Vinci one's very en- enigmatic with its <laughs> smile. We can't yeah. tell if she's happy or not. Mm. There's some pointillism going on somewhere else. Also, importantly, uh, she's hiding the secret of Jesus. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Uh, I I found it very very sad because. She came out looking worse. It was yeah. like Cher painted her to look more like Cher and mm-hmm. less like a beautiful woman. Well, yeah, that's what makeup does. It was like she painted Cher on her face. <laughs> oh, you got some Cher there. Sorry. <laughs> Let me get that off for you. My compliment to this movie is I learned a valuable lesson. And it's going to go in my book or my new Tumblr, which is called Lessons I've Learned from Strippers.tumblr.com. And uh, this is an important one is that your toilet does not make a good safe. Yes. No. That as a as a hiding place for money, your toilet is easily fooled. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what's a really good place for money? A bank account. Yeah, <laughs> totally good thing. Like even if you're in Iowa, they have banks that are in multiple states now, so you could like put your money in Iowa, mm-hmm. get it out in California. Totally works. Yeah, mm. Bank of America. In fact, of one America. of those. Yeah, whole America, not I- just Iowa. Actually, when she first did it, I thought it was very clever. She put her money in a bag and, like, floated it in the water tank on the back of her toilet. Right. But for some reason, when her apartment got robbed, they thought to look in the toilet tank, which is amazing. That's because it was inside job. The plunger did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's continue on with Ezra's compliment. So my compliment is that the movie actually ended. Uh, because for a while it didn't seem like it oh, was going to. I think you've done this one before. Um, I think this was a Twilight compliment from episode three. Okay, but to be fair, this tried really hard not to end. Right? <laughs> so, so in the scene uh, where um, Christine is trying to convince Cher to, you know, that she gets a job, she just sort of goes through every single like cliche that she knows. Uh, that, that you know that someone who's trying to get a job would say in that situation until she just exhausts her like pretty extensive memory 
Let's uh, let's play the clip. If you just give me a chance, I swear to God I won't disappoint you. Didn't anybody ever give you a shot in life? Please, I want this so bad. If you just give me a chance, I... Let me All right, God! <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that moment Cher gives her a job just to stop her from talking. That's how my kids get stuff out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll want. pay you $7 an hour to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> $7.50 and if benefits. She's, if she's and tips. <laughs> If she's dancing, she can't talk this much because she'll be out of breath. Uh, yeah. The cliches per minute. The, yeah. the CPM is really high. I mean, there was even one before that like I cut out just because I thought I was going to get too long for a clip. <laughs> um, it was, there's yeah, no man, I it's just team 110%. <laughs> yeah. We're doing I'm, this for Rudy. I'm a team player. <laughs> yeah. My dad always wanted me to do this. We ride at dawn. <laughs> She has a dream. (laughs) One day, people recognize me as a slut. That's it with the compliments. Now it is time for a more natural segment, uh, the hate segment. Today, we're playing a game called Hatego, which is just the classic board game of soldiers, strategy, and hate. Mm. Ezra comments. Actually, I've never played Stratego. I, I really wanted to. It's like one of those like things I always want to play. Well, I'm really no, excited. You'd, you'd if like this it. is anything like it, <laughs> yeah, it is. It might not be. <laughs> um. So this movie it does not depict L.A. in a reasonable light, of course. But even more uh, offensive is the littering policy that this movie has. Um, Christina <laughs> Aguilera decides she's going to start a postcard and then not send it. So, while in California, she decides yeah, to right. rip it to shreds and throw it out of an eighth-story window. What? I thought that was weird, because you could just not write the postcard. Or not have bought it. Yeah. Also, who was she going to send it to? She doesn't know anyone. Right. <laughs> and there's no one. She's never punished for littering. No. This is true. It's a world without consequences. Maybe she thought she was living in, uh, like, the 1300s in France. Oh, yeah. And that was her chamber pot? Yeah, she just, you just throw everything out the window. That's how garbage works. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how LA works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the serfs will eat it. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe the 1300s LA. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something I hated. Her big revelation, the thing that made her like a genius at this club, was that before Christina Aguilera's character shows up, they just lip sync to classic songs. And after she comes, she wants to actually sing. But of course, it's a movie, so she's clearly lip syncing to her own voice. So the whole time, it's like, I'm a genius because I'm not lip syncing, but I'm actually very clearly lip syncing the song because I'm not panting while I'm doing it and I'm dancing. So clearly it's not real. Genius in a bottle. It's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took me a second because of my jet lag, but that's very funny. <laughs> you got to rub for the right way. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing that was so ridiculous about the singing, though, is like the reason you don't sing while you're dancing is because you get really out of breath and your singing sounds terrible. Exactly. It's very difficult. Yeah, yeah. She's a trained professional. She's she she's is. got mad waitressing skills she, too. I, yeah. Did you mad actually post production? I wrote skills. the phrase "mad waitressing skills." There it is. Mad. Oh, I've got it on my paper too. You're, Why? She's the waitress that does dance moves instead of waitressing and nearly took out someone's eye. Yeah, right. A lawsuit. That, that one time, but that's because she was shooting for the stars. When she first shows up at the bar in L.A. <laughs> And they're like, she has no job, and she can't get the job dancing. And then there's a guy waiting for service, and she's like, fuck it, and grabs a tray. She's plucky. And she busts out her mad Iowa waitressing skills and outwaitresses all those lazy California hippies. Exactly, with the pink hair. 
shoot for the stars, and when you miss, you'll hit some guy in the eye. <laughs> when you miss, you'll end up waiting tables in L.A. Actually, that's a very reasonable message. <laughs> that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I want to hate on Stanley Tucci for just a second. Normally, no. I, I, normally <laughs> I really like Stanley Tucci. Don't get me wrong. That's right. He is one of my favorites. Easy A. Oh, he was amazing in that. Which one is Stanley? Which one is he? He's the gay. Um... He, oh, he was the gay, bald gay guy. Well, I thought he was married to Cher. No. No. no that's okay. Peter Gallagher was married to Cher. Was. The guy with the eyebrows. This guy who was like sweaty and in a wrinkled suit and looked like he was just going to hemorrhage the entire time. That changes the whole movie. I thought that was one character. I didn't realize there were two different characters. <laughs> you realize that the guy with jet black hair in his eyes and the bald gay guy were different were two people? two different guys? No, no, no. I thought the guy with black hair. I just didn't think he was in the movie. I thought he was just there in one of the scenes to like fill out space. He was pretty much there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't wrong. You're not off. The same could be said for Alan Cummings' role. Yeah. Uh, movie but, was there to fill out space. I don't know what's more embarrassing, that I watched a movie with Cher and Christina Aguilera, or is that, that I wasn't able to follow it. <laughs> <laughs> it moved too fast for you, Alex. <laughs> Did it move too quickly for Girl Achieves Dream yeah. slash Tarts Up? Also, uh, you know what? Do you guys ever watch those like uh, DVDs with trivia on it, where they have little pop-up windows next to a thing that'll be like VH1 pop-up videos? Yes. 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 I feel like that is what Chris would be like watching a movie with him, and I would like to watch more movies with Chris because he would help me keep things straight by doing a little pop-up information, and he'd be like, yeah. "This girl also appeared in this uh, CW TV show," and I'm like, "Thank you." That's you that also different? saw this girl two scenes ago. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> And then the entire – the problem of the movie is resolved by a callback to something somebody said earlier. Like, it's just like yeah. – uh, Airspace rights. I just, oh, I like that. It was like L.A. real estate for dummies. <laughs> yeah. It's like I learned a lot. There was balloon payments. There was airspace. Yeah. Both yeah. Bo- bo- sounds like it's an L.A. thing or also that they might have been in a blimp the whole time. <laughs> Honestly, given by the air quality of L.A., I can't imagine the airspace rights is that expensive. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to buy space in an environmental wasteland? <laughs> we have a lot you of it. You could take your balloon up there. Yep. I like it. it. L.A. must be in a magical place, too, where a bartender slash musician can afford a 1,400 square foot yeah, with those beautiful glass with, doors. With, with French doors, and it's a shabby chic appointed, yeah. and it's got built-ins, <laughs> and it's like, wow. Yeah. Well, he also, he plays piano, he's a singer-songwriter, he rides a motorcycle, he's from Kentucky. Without a helmet. Without a helmet. He wears mm. either black or white tank tops under a vest. Yeah. And is still kind of straight most kinda. of the time. Yeah. Likes cookies on the dick. <laughs> he, he, does. he likes cookies on the dick a little bit more than the average bear, but that's fine. <laughs> You do not want to be around the average bear when you have cookies on the dick, for the record. <laughs> they get testy. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, boo-boo, Is you want that a cookie, yeah. I got some dessert for you. A famous Amos. Pick a dick basket. <laughs> oh, man, the picnic basket was he was it was dick in the picnic basket. That was a, that was, it was a prank the whole time. Hey, hey boo-boo, boo-boo, you like some cookies? I want you to open his box. It's Ranger Rick. Let's <laughs> see my Ranger Rick. notice how this movie is called burlesque but there's very little burlesque in it if at all yeah there's just the one thing where like christina aguilera's bra like 
ejaculated off of her boobs. <laughs> yes. Yes? By, yeah, by like that. a string. Exactly. Yeah, she unpearl necklaced herself. Un- <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching porn in reverse. It, yeah. Well, I think you guys, this has brought me to exactly where I wanted to be for the next game. Uh, it's time for another, uh, it's time for a read and weep rumble. Let's get ready to rumble! This is, a, this is a multi-sided debate. Anybody can jump in on any side at any point, but here is the main focal point. This movie is talks down on strippers and is promoting burlesque dancers, and I would like to hear the rumble between burlesque dancers and strippers. Who is better and why? Point one for strippers. Mm-hmm. No strippers were ever in the movie Burlesque. <laughs> Point one for burlesque dancers. No burlesque dancers were in the movie. Burlesque. <laughs> I'm gonna go point strippers also for being able to contain alcoholism because uh, you know as we all know there's just the champagne room uh, which is the one spot where you drink alcohol I guess mm-hmm. and burlesque the entire movie seemed to have been sponsored by Patron. It was yes. it was the worst product placement I've ever seen because every time Patron was served it was to an alcoholic who was hurting her career or her or his love life. <laughs> Patron got some bad coverage, and that, that shit's not cheap either. Like, yeah. if like your if your bar is going under, you're probably not gonna be drinking Patron. Steal a bottle off your own bar. Yeah, you can't afford that. Although, here's a point for burlesque: is the bartenders are very willing to give you free drinks after you've paid the cover. Yeah, yeah. or free jobs. Yeah, yeah. free and free jobs. Yeah. yeah, and a place to crash. Yeah, in yeah. an apartment. In fact, in general, it seems like burlesque bartenders are very giving people as That's a right. whole. Yeah. Uh, other other point for burlesque dancing, uh, there's the plausible deniability. You can go every night to a burlesque club for like 20 years, and it's just because you're thinking of buying the club eventually. It's not because <laughs> you like nudity or women. You're not a scuzzy guy who just likes watching stripping every night for 20 years. You know, I'm thinking of buying this place. I think I need to be convinced a little harder. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Although I'm going to argue against cons right here, point for strippers, they would not let someone share his age on the dance floor. Yeah. Right. Unless it was in Mexico and she could do something weird. <laughs> I mean, also, it's pretty generous calling it the Impressive. dance floor. Yeah, well, Chris, that's, that seems like you're using the term strippers a little too loosely. Are you thinking of what? Donkey shows? Because that's not a stripper anymore. <laughs> no, I was not thinking of donkey shows, you jerk. Well, were they wearing clothes at any point? Okay, what, what was the impressive feat that she was doing naked in Mexico? Having sex with a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, but for free! <laughs> you can say whatever you want about having sex with a donkey. It's not that impressive. It's got no thumbs. It can't fight back all the way. I'm not sure if it you're... Can't, it can't write you a note afterwards. <laughs> it can't sue you. It's a donkey. It's, standard, it's very gullible. Yeah. Its standards yeah. are very low. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It humps donkeys, so clearly not high standards. It's easily roofiable. <laughs> I think that might have been the point where it was too far. Yeah, I thought so, too. I think when you when it was consensual sex with the donkey, it was okay, but you just took it over the edge. Bray ones for yes. Ah... <laughs> uh, I will say this of strippers. They don't go around saying, oh, no, we're not strippers, which is probably one of the more annoying things about burlesque dancers. Is that they say they're not strippers? Yes. Yeah, strippers yeah. seem to have less of a chip on their shoulder. Well, I mean, less of anything on anything. Right. Well, they start with a chip on their shoulder and then later they take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas burlesque dancers just pretend they're going to take the chip off and then leave it there the it whole fucking time. You. I think a strip club would be a great place for an Affleck commercial. 
Because they're on those really tall shoes and they're coming down the pole head first. And I could just see the duck coming down and going, ah, flying. You're going to break your neck <laughs> exactly. and then you're going to need to pay your rent. Yeah. What happened to Tina? Oh, she had a bad accident. <laughs> ah, <flack. laughs> You know, if you have a duck in Mexico and share. <laughs> All right. So let's tally up those points. Chris, what is the final score? <laughs> uh, the final score is five to seven in favor of burlesque. Sorry, guys. Wow. Oh. Congratulations, yep. Burlesque. Yep. Also, I cannot count. <laughs> well, I didn't ask you to until afterwards. <laughs> this ad was required but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, in a Hollywood recording studio. They're ready for you in studio, sir. Thanks, Sean Connery. I'll be right there. Hi, I'm singer and not dead person, Cher. You may remember me from the movie Moonstruck, where I fell in love with a one-armed Nicolas Cage. Hi, Nicolas Cage. Hey, Cher. See you in there! Yep, one minute. And people always come up to me and ask me, Cher... Why do you sound like a foghorn coming from inside a whale? Yes, why is that? I wish I could say I was born that way, but the answer is audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Of course. You use it to get a free audiobook. And I listen to Herman Melville's Moby Dick in its entirety every time I perform. You can't help but sound like a foghorn coming from inside a whale after that. I listen to a man eating a dozen donuts. I just watch The Rock! Nice. Pound dog. Well, boys, let's get started. They say we're young and we don't know, but we won't find until we grow! Well, I don't know if all that's true. Because you got me. And, baby, I got you. <laughs> Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. Do you believe in life after blubber? It's been there since before I was born. All right, it is time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. This is the minor compliment. Yay. We're going to go in reverse order. Okay. uh, Of the way we did the first time. So, Ezra, it is your turn for a minor compliment. Okay. (laughs) This, um... I love every. This happens almost every show. I just want to point this out, where I say it's Ezra. So you're turning for a compliment, and there's a brief pause where you read through your notes, and then you laugh at the thing you're about to read. And everybody, I'm, I'm always like, pull up my britches, and I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna be good. <laughs> now I'm second guessing that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Christina Aguilera kind of revealed the the secret to success in the showbiz. In showbiz, it's basically that you never eat. <laughs> uh, throughout the whole movie, not one morsel of food touches her lips. Not the cookie dick, <laughs> not the pizza she got invited out to. Mm. Nothing. Wait, is it? Wait, are you saying Cher or the or Allie? Allie, Christina. Oh, okay, because nothing touched Cher lips, Cher's lips either. But that's because they can't open far <laughs> enough for food to get in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how she's still around. Also, it's just a blockade on food. This is apparently like, what you have to do. I want to have a pie chart of this episode where we show. What percentage of the episode is just making fun of Cher's lips or other appearance things? Uh Uh-oh. Because it would be the largest piece of pie. (laughs) 
I mean, you want to take any more pot shots at Sarah Jessica Parker? You haven't done that for a while. Man, what an ugly chick that girl is. Oh. She, uh, her face is a foot. <laughs> you know, in Yiddish, she's a miaskite. That's Yiddish for ugly. Face ugly, foot. ugly foot chick. Face. Foot face. <laughs> Does she have foot herpes on her, her face? Her whole face is foot herpes. <laughs> Horribly disfigured. Yeah. No, yeah. So that's sad. Uh, excellent compliment job. Chris, it's your turn. My favorite thing is that, uh, what is her name, Nikki, uh, Kristen Bell's character, the mean one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is she mean and won't let anybody get in her way, but she's an astute student of biology when she says, I will not be upstaged by some slut with mutant lungs. Right. Beautiful. Well, what a great insult. You have a really talent, talented amount of singing in your body. Right. That's disgusting. Yep. I just saw X-Men First Class. Yeah, she's an X-Man. <laughs> or she's yeah. Michael well, Phelps. She is an X-Man, because if we're to take this movie at face value, we're supposed to believe that X-Tina is dancing that much and singing that much at the same time, Yeah, which mm. is kind of some Lance Armstrong Sportsman of the Year type shit. I, so it, uh, she's One a, of her testicles has been removed then. <laughs> <laughs> one, but not both. So Well, well I guess yeah. it's the opposite for her, so they just added one testicle to her. The Lance Armstrong level of testicles. <laughs> Here's my compliment. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have ever done this before. Have you ever like this is a game I play like when I'm on a park bench or something and I'm waiting for someone to show up at a cop for the coffee shop like something got some time to wait. I play the game. Do I think I could date a stripper? <laughs> Do I think I could date a stripper? Would that be? Am I progressive enough to actually think that's okay that she was taking off her clothes for for ones? But it turns out Jack the bartender has the same coffee grinder as I do, so I know that I can. Oh, there you go. <sighs> God, Finally solved that misery. Mystery. Wow. <laughs> like how your moral fiber is intrinsically tied to which brand of coffee grinder you and own. Size and size and model. Yeah. I mean, my real question to you, Alex, is with the amount of money you're dropping at the club, can you afford not to be Dana Stripper? Because <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that money back at some point. Well, I'll tell you, the key is I have a punch card. Oh, that'll work. For strippers? Yeah, for strippers. I... <laughs> they take punch cards? Where do they keep their hole punchers? <laughs> In Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> the donkey just bites it for me. All right. So I have I have a, a share like. Yes. As my final uh, A share plummet? Yes. <laughs> so the piece of pie just got bigger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I am really enamored of the intricate hydraulic pulley system that was keeping her face afloat. <laughs> Whatever she is to keep her like not a line on her. She reminded me I took my kids to a bouncy house this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got nothing on her face uh i like that you used hydraulics and police she's like a steampunk uh botox exactly. her, her face is held up with a lot of it there's like steam coming out of the sides of it a lot of uh gears a lot of joints yeah mm-hmm. like welded joints yeah yeah like wow wow west version of the face exactly <laughs> Some Will yeah. Smith's son, they're all cocky like. Yeah. <laughs> and the the guy from uh from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan, Lieutenant wasn't he? Was Gary yeah, Sinise was in it? Wasn't he? Was he in that movie? Wasn't who's the bad guy? Wasn't that Kenneth Rana. Oh, uh, weak. <laughs> I didn't know those are two different guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for our show thank you everybody for joining us uh this has been episode number 97 we will be back again next week 
Next week, we're going to be talking about Evermore by Alison Noel, the first book of the Immortals series. Not to be confused with, but seemingly very similar to the Mortal Instruments series and other young adult fantasy that you fucking people keep telling us to read. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not angry. No, Alex, we need them. (laughs) I know. (laughs) In fact, we need them so badly. Ez, tell us about the state of the fan drive 2011. Out in the lead, because apparently this is a contest now. Uh, (laughs) Anna Chandler and Alex H., uh, both recruiting people um, and telling us about it. Yes, and, and reporting it to us. Yes. That's sort of the key to the fan drive 2011. Yes. You have to do it and then take credit for it. Yeah, so both of them have now officially earned their shout-out, as well as their personalized effusive email and a public thank you on Twitter, where all fame whores live. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep on working, guys. At 5, you get stickers and bookmarks if you don't have them yet. The bookmarks are less uh, exclusive, but the stickers are... No one has stickers yet, so you got to earn the stickers. Also, you get a date with Chris at 50. Yeah. And zero, you get me. Yeah. So claim your Alex. <laughs> Just go <laughs> slow. Everybody claim your Just Alex. Call me and let me know when you're free. Yep. Yeah, so uh, anyway, just to summarize what you guys are doing, FanDraft 2011, go out, uh, convince someone to like our page or join our email list, and we will, uh, and then let us know by sending us an email, podcast at read Tell us who you've recruited. We will check the facts, and assuming you're not lying to us, uh, at each of the various prize levels, which you can all find at readdashweek.com slash fandrive. We'll give you all the details there, but you get wonderful prizes, including the big one. Here's the important one, I think. The goal for everyone should be 10. At 10, you pick a book or movie for us to read or watch, and we can't say no. You don't have to wait for the fans to all agree with you, for everybody to get together and vote on your suggestion. You pick it, we will do it. All right, well, that is the fan drive plug. Uh, Thank you, as always, for being here, Chris and Ezra. Yeah. Chris, it is really good to have you back. It's uh, always eerie when somebody is gone for an episode. Yeah, I know. But uh, I think Sarah did a decent job in your stead. Oh, no, the last episode was great. And uh, our gender balance always goes up when when that happens. And uh, speaking of gender balance, thank you for being here, uh, Amy. It was really good to have you. (laughs) It was fun to do it. The reason it took me so long to say that was I was trying to decide if I was going to make fun of you for being old, and I decided not to. I was wondering about that, too. Wonderful. (laughs) uh, I'm old and wonderful. You are. Not as old as Cher. And not as wonderful. I think you're more wonderful than Cher, and also, uh, I loved you on vaudeville. (laughs) (laughs) A little song, a little dance, a little seltzer in your pants. (laughs) The fact that that came out so quickly. Uh, uh, So, normally this is the section of the show where we would allow you to plug anything that you were working on, a project or anything like that. I got some. Well, sure. I got to make lunch for my kids tomorrow. They got school. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's got a lot going on. Well, anyway, so obviously, I, uh, Amy's a professional improviser with Comedy Sports Portland. You can uh, find out more about them at portlandcomedy.com. If you're ever in the city, come see Comedy Sports. It's a great organization. So that's the obvious one. But if you don't have a digital project, I would ask you to just recommend something that is good in the world. Um, sunshine, so a lot of vitamin D. Yeah, right. vitamin D is good. This week, uh, vitamin D is your plug. Excellent. I recommend that to all of, all of the people. You don't have any cats, do you? You would have told me if you had a cat. Uh, no, I have no cats. Mm. Okay, great. I uh, have a fish. It's a Japanese negotiating fish. <laughs> <laughs> because why fight? <laughs> so it just stares at you until you agree? I mean, like, what, <laughs> what the hell is that? He usually just wants food. <laughs> yes. And better stock Not off. too much, because you'll kill <laughs> <laughs> awesome excellent that is it thank you come back next week uh, do your homework with, read uh, evermore we'll talk to you later bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>